editor's note here hi everybody so i just wanted to come in really quickly to let you guys know um i we feel this podcast at home so um there are going to be sounds that you hear in the background of just living i have an autistic nephew who comes to live with me from time to time and there are occasions where he is in his own element and he will make noise he will scream or holler or laugh um we may have um devices going in the background there's just a lot going on until we get to a level for this podcast there are going to be some things that i cannot edit and post and cut out with all that being said please just bear with us i know that sometimes we lose sound i know that sometimes people's are getting cut off or we may have a lot of people on the podcast and it's a little difficult to hear but we're working it out the best that we can so that we can provide you with the best quality content. I apologize to anyone who is not getting the information clear because of sound qualities. I apologize to anyone who is not getting the information clear because of background noise. I apologize sincerely for that. And I hope you guys can forgive me and understand that I'm doing the best I can with the editing and cleanup. And um, hopefully if things go better within the next year or so we can kind of get a professional to edit and you know get the web the podcast to a better sound quality for all of us with all that being said i appreciate every single one of you for listening thank you so much i again apologize sincerely for any distracting noises or sounds that may pop up in the podcast it is not intentional those are just living we're just living and um even though we are doing this podcast, it is difficult for me specifically to find a place that is quiet where nobody is speaking and I can actually do my podcast without interruption. I live in a house where I have people living here, as does the rest of the girls on the podcast. So with all that being said, like I said, I apologize for the background noise in the um, podcast from this one and the next one. You'll probably get an editor's note in the next one as well. But with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Okay, welcome back to Down for the Cow, um, featuring myself and my cat that's in the background. (laughs) So again, today is we just have the OG squad of myself, Tip, and Alexis. You know, say hi, ladies. Hello. Hi. So on this, uh, we're we're hopefully going to give you. Well, we're going to give you two episodes this week. So this is the one of one episode, which we will be discussing SummerSlam, kind of like some of the stuff. Well, we already talked about behind the scenes stuff that led up to it, um, and also, and then also Ric Flair's um, last match, which I was the only one who unfortunately watched it and a little bit of Monday Night Raw and um, NXT that has aired already. Thanks for taking one for the team, by the way, on that Ric Flair match, girl, because I wasn't going to watch it. So how bad was it? It was insane. So I'm going to be quite frank. Again, like the production, I think it was, um, Jim Crockett um, Productions were the ones who helped um, put everything together, which is great. Um, it was I, I obviously was in um, Tennessee. I think they were in Nashville, actually. Yeah, they were. 
I was at work, so I missed almost every single match except for um, except for the women's um, impact um, championship and then Ric Flair's actual match. So I really wish I was able to see the rest of the card because I heard really great things about all the other, like I saw some clips of um, Mance Warner because, you know, obviously we're all a big fans of him here at this podcast. And um, I believe Killer Cross had a match as well, if I'm not mistaken. So again, I think um, whenever I get a chance, probably on my days off, um, on my day off, I'm going to try to catch up. I'm going to try to watch all of Harley Quinn first and then trying to start catching up on stuff. But in general, I'm very like, in general, I just want to... I just want to watch the rest of the card because I feel like that deserves my time. Um, the match itself. So again, it's like, I don't really want to shame too many people. Cause obviously like the match, like having that match and having that type of having that type of like thing, obviously is great for, I don't want to say great for the business. I hate when people try to say, Oh, it's great for the business. It's just great in general for like wrestling and, just to have like you know something of that type going on but just the whole I don't don't, it's hard to explain just seeing Rick in a match like that and just seeing him in the match like he just looked fucking unwell like he was like hobbling down the fucking um, ring in the first place and it was just it was just insane I was like who's letting this go on like legitimately like who's like what if this man fucking dies in the ring tonight Mm. obviously he would love that but that's literally what I kept thinking and I just could not get over it. And it's just, um, I also shout out to Jeff Jarrett for getting all the bags that he did this weekend. Right. He got the indie bag and he got the WWE bag. And, you know, it was cool saying Jericho with the big gold about obviously like very synonymous with the area they were at. And also the production team who helped put it together. So, you know, that was really nice to see. Um, also, it was... Um, also, it was just... It was just, a, like, a lot to see and just, like, a lot of watch. And it, it was just... He's just, like, a fucking mess. Like, obviously, Rick is not okay. Barely. Mm-hmm. Just he to, couldn't even when he was doing the figure four, he couldn't even like get keep his shoulders off the ground. Looked like he was wheezing half of the time. Right? It just mm. looked so crazy to me. I saw the clips on TikTok. Um shout out to 
people on TikTok willing to put their accounts up for being banned for showing that shit. But um, they, I saw, I saw some of it on TikTok, and it was like, oh, I, I kind of feel. I wanted to feel bad, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I don't have any feeling toward this at all. Does that make does that make me a bad person for thinking that? No, not really. I mean, if you don't really, you're not, that's not something you want to see. That's, that's it not was just insane. It just means you didn't want to see it. Yeah, I'm just a sick person, up. honestly. You should have been hung it up. Well, I saw Ric Flair's last match at WrestleMania. That should have been his last match. Excuse me. Like, you want to know what the sad thing is? I just looked this up. Jeff Jarrett is 55 years old, okay? Ric Flair is... Jeff Jarrett looks great. Right? He looks looks real good. Ric Flair is 73. But he probably takes care of himself, like, correctly, so... Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, I was watching this guy on TikTok. It's called Best, he's called Best Scout Machine. He's a wrestling account. And he said something that just made me kind of go, what the fuck? So, Jeff Jarrett is actually four years younger than when Rick wrestled his final match in WWE. <laughs> I'm like, damn, man. Well, he had his last match. I hope he, I hope all of that was worth it. That's all I can really say. I just hope it all was worth it. Mm-hmm. Anybody got anything else to say and move on? Um, not really. Um, again, you know, like shout out to Andrade having to put up with all the fucking mess in that family already. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I am so sorry. Oh my god. That. He must love Charlotte to be putting up with all that shit, just saying. I think he very much in love with Charlotte. He is, and that has nothing to do with Charlotte. That's more so to do with her fucking crazy father. I have to agree. Hmm. All right, well. Um, Let's move on to something less fucking depressing. Jesus Christ. Can we talk about SummerSlam? Because holy shit. And that's a good subway, because I was about to say, let's talk about SummerSlam. No. One thing, before you get started, Alexis, I know you're very excited about SummerSlam. (laughs) One thing that I really loved about SummerSlam, honestly, a little bit more than the event itself, um, about how, like, much people loved it, and how much just, like, fun people had. Like, I was so happy to see just, like, people that like just had like fun like yeah 
But there's yeah. so much like horrible, horrible, horrible shit going on in this world. Like just like such like depressing and what the fuck is your case doing? Just like just like terrible, terrible things going on in the world. And it was a great I thought it was like such I was glad that people had a chance to like truly like kind of like step away from all that stuff and just like have fun. And that's why I was getting really shitty when people who were being so weird about it the next day. It wasn't really that night. I didn't I didn't really see anything that night, but for some reason it was the next day and I'm like, what is wrong with you people? And a whole cat Denny's thing, which I want to get into, because that was just fucking weird. Okay, so you go ahead, Lexus. The floor is yours. Um, I just was very excited. Um, I, like Nicole said, there's been a lot of shitty things going around. Um, I've had some stuff come up in my family, and we've always said wrestling needs to be that escapism that if we have a bad day or we're going through something, like this is at least something we can shut our brains off and enjoy watching. Um, I cannot tell y'all how hyped I have been for a WWE show in a really long time. And the way they ended it, I can honestly say it was not the first time since God knows when, when I was disappointed in the ending or just yelled, what the fuck, I'm done, and turned it off and walked away. Like, it was fun. It was fun. Like, this was the shit that, when I talk about wrestling, it's supposed to be fun. This is what's supposed to be fun. I had no complaints through that whole show. And for anyone, like, okay, I fucking lost it when Brock came out with the fucking tractor fucking Kenny Chesney's playing through my head y'all are giving me shit because I know Kenny Chesney's song and it was just it was I didn't even care like them actually wrestling it was just like I want to watch them just beat the shit out of each other and like the whole thing he did with lifting the ring up and it was just it was fun it was fun and like yelling and screaming and carrying on and this is this when we said we told y'all WWE was gonna go through a renaissance they were going through a change and SummerSlam fucking proved that, that they're not messing around anymore when it comes to this shit and mm-hmm. I, I don't know why and to answer your question Nicole I think because people are at the point where they just can't stand other people being happy can y'all hear me there's like some loud noise i'm hearing i can't hear you i hear like static in the background somewhere though i just feel like someone's tv being really loud mine's just like super low unless these speaker this headphones are a lot better than i think they are i don't know um okay. but i have it on I, okay i just think that like um people just want to people who like something they just auto automatically want to be shitty people and shut it down and that cat Denny's thing you like you said it was fucking weird that people were going to this actress and going well actually you should watch this instead and i'm just like don't what get a fucking life this lady doesn't care about new japan she's made a comment that she watched wwe and y'all are neckbearding her on her Twitter, pr- on her tweets? 
the fuck out of here. Summer SummerSlam was fun. SummerSlam was fun. And it was just something you needed. And I just WWE, the Renaissance is coming, man. And that's that's proof right there. That show had Hunter's fingerprints all fucking over it. And if you compare that to Money at the Bank, wasn't Money in the Bank was the last one before SummerSlam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go back, watch Money in the Bank, and go watch SummerSlam. It's the same product, but it's completely different, if that makes sense. Or at least it was to me. So. Mm-hmm. But I had fun, and I don't give a fuck what anybody else thought. I had fun. <laughs> Like, what was y'all's favorite match of the night? Um, mine was, uh, I love Bianca and Becky's match. I wanted it to be shorter because I wanted Bianca to get that get back, but she won and that was all that mattered. If I had to pick another one, I hate to say it, but it was Logan Paul's match with the Miz. He really, he really performed. And I was just like, I knew that he was capable, but not like that. I, uh, I don't even like Logan Paul, and yeah. he, he did exceptionally well. So, unfortunately, I am from an area that is, and I grew up in an area that's literally about 15 minutes to 20 minutes of away, um, from where they also grew up. The Paul, I mean, they, I mean, the Paul brothers. So um, I actually played, actually did away, I was on an away cheerleading squad with one of their cousins. Way back, way back in the day. No shit. Um, yeah, so it's, again, so it's like, like I've always, like, always, like, knew, knew of them, like, when they, like, started, and this is, like, again, back in the day, like, when they started to, like, gain popularity off of Vine, I'm like, I know these people. And then sure enough, I'm like, I do know these people, um, but to, but I'm getting somewhere with this story. But um, both of them were um, really good amateur wrestlers. I mean, amateur wrestling, like like wrestling in like high school and like um, middle school and shit like that. That's what sometimes I wish they never got like famous, obviously, because they turned into such dicks. I think Logan is not as bad as he used to. I'll give him that. Jake is still awful. Um, but I always thought that they should have went to, I think he, I think he did get a scholarship, but he just never went, um, got a scholarship for wrestling for high, um, for college. So I wasn't necessarily like, I was, I wasn't necessarily as like surprised as most people were. I, but I didn't think he was going to be that like comfortable with everything, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. No, that makes sense because I'm sitting here like I'm I'm I, I was mad because I'm like I want to hate him, but he's doing like a really good job. Like he's taking bumps, and you could tell he he practiced, and I hated it. I hated it, but I enjojoyed it at the same time. Does that make any sense? He's taking more bumps than Carmella. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. she ain't lying about that. That's the truth. Like, I, I know I've, I've talked about, like, not liking celebrities, but 
you guys got to understand growing up when there was a celebrity that was going to wrestle in the WWE, they really didn't do anything. They, I mean, it was just like, I just remember the Floyd Mayweather big show thing. And I'm just like, this man's talking shit about WWE. And then they let him punk out big show at your, your company's biggest show of the year. I didn't like that because they would just show up and be assholes and then leave. But you know what? Bad Bunny and Logan Paul are proving my ass wrong. So You know who should have stayed wrestling? And I don't care what no one says, but I, her husband's kind of a dick. Snooki was really good. You still on that? We talked about that years I am, ago. I'm, oh, I will always talk about this. <laughs> no, I'm dead, and I'm dead serious. I wish she would have stayed because I was like, she got something. Because again, she's someone who was super athletic. Like she did like competition cheerleading. So it's like, and she had like the personality for it. Like we all know, obviously, like Snooki. Snooki obviously has personalities for days. And I always wish, especially since after she got like super back in shape again and like really like started to go and like go, like be on like this really good like health journey and shit that she's on. I was like, I wish she would have stayed in. I was like, I wish she would have been like, you know what? I'm going to try this shit out for a little bit. But that's neither here nor there. But yeah, I was, I was, I was surprised, but not surprised at the same time. I mean, at the time she did, she actually did a really good job. And she did. It just makes, it just makes me mad that, um, oh God, what was it? Like she was like, it makes me mad that like John Morrison or Johnny Nitro or whatever the hell he's called anymore. I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, Johnny Impact. No, wait, where the hell is he now? Johnny Elite. He's everywhere. It don't matter. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like he was, he was just kind of being a. He was kind of just straight up being a dick to her because like Molina was like suspended or something at that point. I don't remember. Molina's ass is always fucking suspended because she's yeah. Like the uh, the one thing I do give Lita for credit because um, rumor is Molina was acting like a bitch in the locker room and Lita had enough of her shit so she grabbed her stuff and threw it out and said get the fuck out and no one really spoke up for because a lot of people in the back didn't like her which is surprising when I'm seeing them on Instagram like oh here's my best buddy Molina like bitch no it ain't it's just a photo op for you um <laughs> But I was like, he was mad because Snooki took Molina's place because it was like Trish was like Trish was on her way out or she was out. She was the one who was like she was already kind of out by then. Oh, yeah, like she was training. She already Snooki. had her entire man- match and shit by then. Oh, okay. Like she like Trish wasn't wrestling, but she like trained Snooki, and apparently he got all up in arms about it because. She's taking the spot of his girlfriend Molina at the time, and then he was a total dick to her like the entire time. And you see it like after they win the match, she goes to hug him, and he like pushes her away. I'm like, oh, I'm like, so you really? But then again, you know, every time his back was turned, she was sleeping with another guy, including Batista. But that's not either here or there. So, (gasps) you know. Sure, shit made a made a fool out of you, didn't she, bruh? I like your I like your new wife though. She's cool. If you fuck around with her, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna slide in them DMs. No, because I think I, he knows I, better. 
Yeah, Taya, Taya respects Because he know that's the best he's going to get because she low-key downgraded, but that's neither here nor there. Ooh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Logan, Logan Paul was actually really good. Um, you could tell, like, him and the difference also is, like, him and Bad Bunny actually took this seriously, and majority of them probably grew up watching wrestling, so, you know. Bad Bunny did. I'm sure Logan did, too. Can I can I just circle back to Bianca and Becky first, like real quick before we move on? Yeah. I absolutely screamed when I saw Bianca's gear because like, that was so fucking perfect with the chaps and the fringe and it just my country western cracker loving music self was just I was screaming because it looks so sick. It looked so good, and no one else had gear like that. And it was cool because my daughter had a friend over, and uh, they were watching. They were watching SummerSlam for a while, and uh, her one friend didn't watch wrestling. And she goes, "Well, who's this girl?" I said, "Oh, you know her. Na- her name is Bianca Belair. She's da 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 da." And then she's like, "That's a really cool outfit she's wearing." And I said, "You know, she makes that. She made that." And she looks at me. She goes, "What?" I said, "Yeah, by hand." And she goes. I want to do that. And I'm like, well, start practicing because I know some people who will pay very good money for some good fucking gear. They, they right? play out the ass for some fucking ring. That's where half they checks go to. Right? <laughs> I know my... I'd be like, Bianca. Here and shoot for live, apparently. 11... What did she spend? 11K? She do be having some fire shoes, though. I ain't, I ain't gonna she does. She be having some people fire are like, shoes. People are trying to say, oh, she culture vulture I'm like ten bit in fucking Jordan since she did NXT. Like you know, also I give when I know she was doing that dumb Jersey girl shit. Like she's been in them shoes. Yeah, and I know we talked about uh, Sydney Sweeney on the last nerd corner we did with her three million dollar mansion. Y'all have to remember, Liv is like what the youngest of twelve kids. Yeah. And well, she, she, also, she wasn't not just buying yeah. shoes for her. Like, she bought them for her family, too. Right? Yeah, she but takes she's care of her whole family. Which she is does. what like, supposed to be doing. She's the youngest. Um, is she the youngest? She, oh, she's like, she not, she close. She's I like think one, she's close. She's one of the youngest she's out down of, like, there. 12, like, 12 kids. And she was, like, I remember it was, like, something she was talking about, like, they never got to go on like family vacations. Yeah, her and mom said. said. Her mom said just... they never got to go on vacation. She and that was when the Bellas had brought her mom out on the uh, on a uh, reality show. On that girls' vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know what? If she like, there is a difference between someone who acts entitled and then someone who's like, you know what? They don't normally act. They don't act entitled. Let them buy what they want. Because that girl literally came from nothing. So you know what? She wants to buy herself fucking 11K worth of shoes. Fine. We go wrong for all those kids and her because her dad because her dad died. Her dad died before she was born because she never even met him, which is awful. She make enough money to be able to afford whatever she wants. So right, and it's like, and she also has side business, side hustles. Like she has got brand farm. deals and stuff too. Yeah, and got brand deals and shit. Like a good brand, like at least two good brand deals paid for that. And and she's got like the farm 
that she works on and that's, yeah, that's like what um, i'm saying and then like i found this out like apparently she donates food from her farm to like local homeless shelters Liv's always been a nice person i never doubted that she's like, always been a very down-to-earth type of person so i don't care what she do with her money it ain't none of my business unless she gives us something just don't, buy, <laughs> just don't be buying no ugly um shoes yeah, because Tiffany She's usually pretty good in the shoe department. I don't really have no issues with Liv and her yeah. shoes. See, Liv, I don't know anything about shoes, but, you know, these three will drag your ass up and down. But seriously, girl, if you could buy me these Pumas that I really want, I'd really appreciate it. Like, she she's having some fire-ass boots. If it, don't, if it ain't anything, that girl has some boots, okay? She'd be strutting. And I'd be like, okay, Liv, everything else be a little wonky, but your boots be on point. <laughs> Oh. So, what was like a match that you guys could like repeatedly watch from SummerSlam this year? Because mine's gonna have to be the last man standing match. I know that sounds basic. It was fun. It was just bananas. I've never seen anything like that before. Roman Reigns got his the whole match. I appreciate it because they know that they they've wrestled so many each other so many times. And I appreciated how they made it different so we wouldn't be bored and be like, Jesus Christ, like, <clears throat> get right. over with. Like, I appreciate their ingenuity for that. The cr- crazy thing about SummerSlam to me, like, the match that I least, that I had the least hopes for and was the least excited for ended up being the one I liked the most. And the one match that I was so excited for and really wanted to see end up being the most disappointing. Which one was that? The disappointing that one. Was the street, that was the Street Profits and the Usos. I have they, to agree. They should have won that. That was some bullshit. So it wasn't, and I was like thinking that I didn't also like it because I was mad they didn't win. But also mm-hmm. just the match really wasn't that good. Which was... Also, but also, I'm going to say something very unpopular, and I feel like people are going to come up at my neck. Well, I got your back. What's up? I don't think the Usos are as good as we think they are. Oh, no. That's not true. Actually, <laughs> no. I agree with you on that. I disagree. Because later I'm not saying more- that they're not amazing. I don't think they're as good as we think they are. I get because I get what you're saying. Because like, if you look at Usos from like three years ago when they were really on fire, yeah, to, to now, a lot of the time it feels like they're they're not phoning it in, but they're not trying as they as they used to. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like something about it. Something about them is off to me now. I've I've been feeling that way for a while, honestly. That's not, they're still obviously one of the best tag teams in the world. I would never deny that. I don't think they're as up there, up there as they're touted sometimes. If I'm going to rank people now, I used to have Usos in the top five, mind you. And Usos, I would usually have him at have them at a two or one. I got them like at a six now. 
Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, so I, are, are they going to turn Street Profits heel? Or are they going to break up? I hope they don't break up Street Profits. I'll be very disappointed if they do. Honestly, it looks Let's like it's going to his showcase Monday. Yeah. And that, um, was, that was the. the that was test. his test. And, and he, he passed. passed with fine colors. So, you know, so, it's happening. Whether it's. Um, I, I think they see. I think he'll be fine, honestly. Not right away, but he will be fine eventually. I mean, they I can think always the street get back profits. together. Huh? They can always put them back together. It's not like it's definitive. Yeah, well, they could have done the same thing for heavy machinery, but they didn't. Yeah, well, so it's a whole new day. It's not like yeah. it's not like Vince is still there running the ship. So. Yeah. They can always put them back together. Besides, if you want new shit, you gotta have new people. And Montez yeah. is championship worthy. So, I think I'll just be. I think Dawkins will be okay. Right. I think we're overly Dawkins worried is about Dawkins. Superstar. I He's think fine. he will be fine. We got a really good IC or or United States champion running him. Yeah. Who Dawkins? I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Or honestly, yep. Or they could do like what they're doing with the Apollo, have him float around on the main roster a little bit, and then send him to 2.0 and then redevelop himself. And then go right back up. Well, Sin did it. Apollo's doing it now. Mandy's doing it now. Mm-hmm. If that's what they decide to do, split them up, then most definitely. Yeah. Hmm. So I saw somebody on Twitter mention something, and they said that Liv's, ma- Liv's match was good, but and Rana did kind of, you know, do some shit too. But they said the reason that they hate they didn't like that match was because the ending was wonky, and it came right after the Street Profits Uso match, where that had a weird ass ending to it too. I think if the street frothers did leave such a bad taste in mouth that people would have accepted that ending. That ending was how it's supposed to look. Yep. And people aren't getting that. Like people are just because of you know, Liv is like the wholesome and sweet girl, but everybody but like people need to remember back in especially when Wyatt's style was full together, she was the shifty one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was always doing some dirty She was shifty. She annoyed me. And I saw her blue tongue, and I was like, wait a second. Is that a what is this? I don't I know. And then people, and then uh, people, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, so much of it was missed. Like, you saw her at the, like, while she was, like, at the, like, on the floor, and she was smirking and looked so fucking proud of herself. Yeah. I think she's turning. And heel. people got that. It's like it was supposed to be like that. And people are like, Rhonda's turn. I said, Rhonda's not the one that's going to turn heel. I was like, it was very like she was so, and she was like cackling. I said, Ooh, I see you, bitch. I see you. <laughs> she's so smart, I- and she's a lot smarter than a lot of people want to give her credit for. Not 
just like as a person, but storyline wise and as like a character, she did that on purpose. Like, people we were, were so mad about the last match that that was so that a lot like that was really caught and that was not caught until like later way later people are still not still catching on on it i i don't i mean like we were we were talking about it during this during SummerSlam. like yeah. when when i say liz not on my radar it doesn't mean that i'm not paying attention to her it's just like i'm kind of just making <laughs> I'm watching her, if that makes sense, because she's still young. I think she can get her shit together real good. But you know, I'm I'm not judging her. I'm just making. I'm just like, I want to see her do good, if that makes sense. I don't want to get all caught up in the hype like certain people did, and then they got mad when they didn't do anything with her. And by the time Liv won, they're like, Oh well, I was supporting Liv. No, bitch, no, you weren't. I got the tweet from two weeks ago when you called her a pathetic sack of shit. Or how, you know, she should have been the one released. But now you're back to kissing her ass. Okay. Hmm. But. So. Summer, so real quick, and then we can move on from SummerSlam. Because I was thinking about this. Are they going to be? Are they taking a break this month? Yes. Ooh. WWE. There are no pay taking a break. There are no. Oh yeah, there's no pay per views, which is very smart. Right, because they have one in September, so in they have nothing. What? Oh, is that that Cardiff shit? Is that in? Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, if y'all call y'all UK people stuff shit, that's in September. Yeah, it's in September going- on the third. They're going to Wales. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's disrespectful. I'm sorry to UK if anybody from over there actually listens. Hey, shout out to people in Wales. I like how you guys have like a long ass road sign for something that just means turn left. Jesus. So, okay. So we've seen what Triple H can do. And this was definitely very, like I said earlier, Triple H's fingerprints were all over this thing. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. It had its moments. It had a calm down moments, but nothing was like really wasted. And then, you know, Hunter's working his fucking magic because we got Io Shirai up on the main roster. Bailey came back. And then you got Dakota Kai back too. Like Hunter's been working already. <laughs> this is true. I was very excited when I saw Dakota come up or come back. And then when EO came out, I was like, fucking finally. Like, what the hell are you doing down there? Um, so they have this card off in the castle in September. Are they going to Saudi this year? Yes. So that, would be, in, so that would be in October. I'd say that'd be in November. Well, November Survivor Series, though. They usually do it where it's either at the end of October, beginning of November, and then Survivor Series is at the end of the month. Okay, so technically you're going to have... It'll have Extreme Rules in October. And then you'll have... Extreme Rules will be at the beginning of the month. And then you'll have um, Crown Jewel (laughs) towards the end and beginning of either the end of October or the beginning of November, and then you'll have Survivor Series at the end of the month. 
Okay, Hunter, that's going to be your big test. If you can make extreme rules entertaining. Y'all know how much I hate that pay-per-view. We, we all hate extreme rules. I don't even know why they still have it. They, no, they had it last year, didn't they? No. They did. Yes. Oh, well, the, I don't remember it. Must have sucked. But yeah, Nicole don't like extreme rules. I don't like extreme rules. Does Janae not like? I think Janae says she doesn't like extreme rules. See, no one dislikes it more than I do, though. Oh, you hate it. <clears throat> I love that for you, too. Because <laughs> every time Same. Extreme Rules comes, every time Extreme Rules comes around, Nicole's like, man, fuck this pay-per-view. Why don't they just cancel it and, like, give them a month off or just replace it with, like, Armageddon or something? I miss Armageddon. I keep saying, my God, bring back, no, I was like, bring back Judgment Day. Bring back Judgment Day or bring back fucking... No, they had, they had black backlash. Oh, I hate that too. Um, bring back Judgment Day or Armageddon. I've been mostly Judgment Day because I love that pay-per-view. I'm going to go find Judgment Day after not just, and honestly, you have Judgment Day, the fucking faction, perfect. Say it, it's like, I don't know, tie that bullshit with them in it. Like, Jesus. <clears throat> you already have a trademark. Well, they're doing another EC. Uh, they're doing an ECW pay per view name for the next NXT show, Heat Wave. Forget it. I forgot about Heat Wave. Us. This kind of sounds familiar, but also doesn't sound familiar at the same time. I only Holy remember. It, I only remember it because I was cleaning the house today, and I just had wrestling with regret playing in the background. So that's kind of why it kind of was still fresh on the mind there. Um. Verb variety. I sound like Tiff. Look at me with the with some actual news. Um, <laughs> so per variety, um, my, um, yesterday's uh, Monday Night Raw <clears throat> was has been a two year um, had like the biggest uh, spike rating spike in the last two years. Mm. They had around two point three men, uh, million viewers. And a point six rating in the key demo for all you demo demo heads out there. Mm. It's a twenty one percent viewership jump and a twenty percent jump in the key demo. Holy shit! <laughs> As no. Terry would say, and a shout out to Terry and I because we've been saying this for a while. This is like back in like the Facebook Live days. Um. And he would, and he, we would, um, we, and he would always say, WWE has a switch. They turn it on and off every once in a while. Mm-hmm. They turn it oh. off and on when they feel like it. Is that mm-hmm. what, like, of, is that what the switch gift was yeah. on Twitter? Okay. He said, he, he's like, and that's what he was like, you know, people, you know, always, and we always talk about, you know, how everyone wants to like, and Tiff is a great example. Cause she always, she was telling people to wait. And she was like, see, I told you to wait. And look now. WWE has this switch. They'll turn on every once in a while. Sometimes they'll be on for a month. Sometimes it's on for a night. Every once in a while. And then, you know, they'll turn it back off. They don't give a shit. Um, And now, since Vince isn't in charge of the switch anymore, it's just going to be on. Mm Mm-hmm. 
the NASA people. And then that's what I, that's what I was getting like frustrated when people were trying to like shit. I'm like, you don't realize when, like when WWE does good, the whole business does well. Like you're a fucking yeah. idiot. When WWE was doing well, ECW's fucking e- well, you know, when they, their checks were clear, but that's more so a Paul Heyman problem. That wasn't necessarily like an industry problem. Um, yeah. But I get what you're EC, saying, though. Like, yeah, EC was like, people watch, like, EC was, uh, ECW was doing fucking great numbers. People was watching go to the vets. Fucking WCW, um, the Indies were doing well. Like, it was, that's what people don't realize. And that's why uh, people don't realize for AEW. I said, AEW doesn't want to, I was like, it's too dumb to, again, like, we might not necessarily like the casual audience, but the casual audience help grows the business and help make mainstream. It helps keep um, money in these pockets and expand, like, the industry and expand, like, like the people who watch and et cetera, et cetera. I was like, when they, I was like, literally i saw a tweet was like someone some like some random person they used to watch like w they have watched wwe like years 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 and they were so confused and they're like what is he's like what is aew he's like is this another wwe show like why do they have so many shows on a week oh <clears throat> but yeah. they're too like dumb to try to like capitalize it or they try to say try to act like they do numbers like they do do numbers for certain things which I, mm-hmm. again that's 100% factual like that's not something that I will take away with them and they do have some like great stuff um, they do have good stuff going on every once in a while but as a whole it's they not suck. yeah it's not hitting like you got someone like Jade, like, mind you, that's a great idea. They had her at Comic-Con and shit like, shit like that. If Jade was at WWE, she'd be in a whole different type of fucking stratosphere. Yep. That's true. She'd be on a fucking different universe. And that's what people don't understand. Like, people, that's the same thing with fucking Ricky Starks. Yep. Oh, my God. He'd be a fucking star. Yeah. I remember he is a star her- now. Jade is a star again. I'm not discrediting anything they have done and continue to do with the company that they currently work with. But I am I'm getting on trying to show you guys broader, like a bigger picture of the business. My my upper management would be very proud of me for saying bigger picture because we get preached that all the time. <laughs> um, you have to think of the bigger picture. Ricky starts to be in all types of motherfucking promos, commercials, oh um, guest all- spots, places. They it- would, Jade ass wouldn't fucking sleep. You know how Bianca the ass probably don't sleep because they'd be touting her out everywhere? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jade would get back from somewhere and they say, hey, sis, you got three more bookings. We'll see you on Friday. She'd be like, what? All right, I'll see you. Sorry, you're going to go to um, Jamie Kimmel. Thanks, sis. <laughs> we'll see you. Like, I'm serious. And that's what, and that's why they should want WWE exceed. And that's also, you know, get more eyes for New Japan because, again, New Japan is a very fucking niche. And that's what made me mad when people were trying to, like, talk, like, 
tweet that to Kat Dennings, I was like, oh, you my think God, she's going to get, like, she's a fucking actress. You think she's going to be entertained by New Japan, and that's no, no shade to any of them, but let's be fucking real. She go to sleep. Well, <laughs> I like me. I don't watch it. I can't watch a New Japan um consistently. I don't know how people do it. More power to them. I can't. I watch Wrestle Kingdom. I watch the G1, and I might watch something that a little bit in between, but that's it. I cannot watch New Japan consistently. It is too much. I agree. I mm-hmm. I re- I respect New Japan, and I think I speak for all four of us when we say this. We respect New Japan and for what they've done. But I get what you're saying because I'm the same way. I will watch New Japan matches on YouTube, and I'll wake up and there's something I'll fall asleep without even knowing. And it doesn't—it's not disrespectful or anything. But I'll fall asleep, and when I wake up, my like will be on YouTube some documentary about the fall of like the Romanovs or some shit. I don't know, <laughs> but like. That's I I totally agree on that. And then it's like the whole thing with like ECW, WWE, and WCW at the time. People were constantly when we tell y'all people were constantly going in and out. People were coming and going, leaving. They were jumped to all three major shows. You don't know who the fuck was gonna show up. Like one week alone, Rick Rude showed up on all three shows: ECW, WWF, and WCW. Like in one week. <laughs> like, it's, and it's just like that. That's also with the Cat Dennings thing. It's just like y'all are fucking weird. If y'all like, want to talk about asses and seats, that whole crime, like that whole. Like time frame that Alexis is referencing was fucking asses in seats. Mm-hmm. People were literally on top of each other. Like if you and again, like if you guys again aren't very familiar with like wrestling in like nineties, um, early two thousands, go just pick something within that time frame and walk and look at the crowd. Look at the crowd insane and it was like that everywhere because like alexa said people people would show up everywhere mm-hmm. it was like you couldn't even like you could barely see anything all the signs people would be at the gun arena and you wouldn't yeah you would just see signs you could be in a fucking arena i wouldn't be able to see guardrails because there's so many fucking people in there like that's true if you want to talk about SNC too, if you like, you need to go watch when Mick Foley wrestled The Rock for the WWF Championship. And if I was sick, how many people you, were in there? If you want to see the best reaction that has never been topped, when I don't know how the ref didn't hear this shit, but when Stone Cold's music hit, every single fucking person in that arena jumped up screamed and was losing their shit and i can guarantee you because i know i was everyone was losing their shit at home and no one was sitting down watching that match and that was also the same night tony shivani thought he was going to be slick and give away the results of the match because raw was pre-taped but people flipped over because they wanted to see mick foley win so 
kind of backfired on him. That's probably one of my favorite little pieces of, of trivia history thing. But no, like the, this in the cat Dennings thing was historian. I try. Little Smithsonian. I gotta get like a cardigan <laughs> with like some big glasses, like Liv Morgan size glasses that she wears. She's a real librarian. <laughs> Fuck Leva Bates. Uh, what if no shade to Leva Bates? I actually like her. Oh, forever blue pants though. I don't care. I don't nobody think... fucking say that bitch ever be fucking blue pants with me. I don't give a that's fuck. Though. I, I don't give a shit. I tell her that to her face. Like this is what this is. That's what y'all don't realize. Like I will legitimately say this shit to these people because I don't fucking care. She that will. That is why it's funny because I know that I she literally do don't it. fucking care. They'd be like, "Okay, get out. Okay, bye. I didn't pay for this fucking ticket anyways." See ya. <laughs> Like bye blue pants, bye. <laughs> but like, and what Nicole said about Ricky Starks is completely hundred percent. If I was fucking, ew, no one wants to fuck Tony Khan. If I was in charge of AEW, I would have Ricky Starks showing up on every like CW team drama. I'd be hitting him up on the fucking like, you know. The, the daytime talk shows with the moms. I would be like, like any, like any way I Hell could yeah, get this. He fine, especially yeah. with the moms. Oh yeah, get he him fine. on a morning. Get him on a morning. Who's a like? So the there's view. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah. That, cooking that cooking talk show that they have on in the morning. Yeah. With those you women, put, have them on there with them. You, you put them who's on. A, who's the messy bitches? Actually, I don't think they have a show anymore. Um, Coda no, and Lee, the, are they on TV? Um, with the real? No, Coda and Lee. Yeah. Um, I, don't I don't think they're real. They a mess. I would go, um, I would say on that show, um, if Insecure was still on, yeah, I would have had him go on there. You know what? Um, and I don't understand how they try to act like, why hasn't Sunny Kiss guest starred on Legendary yet? No clue. Because they, they, someone, you, they don't, they're not going to do it. They're not going to utilize them the way that do they it, should. I also want, so I want an AEW fan to tell me why not. I would put me ass on T-Valley, man. You know exactly why. I know exactly why. why. They don't appeal to that audience. They, they just played on your emotions when they brought his ass in there. And, and they're going to be smart. They have to be smart now because Tony Khan's out here trying to put some slick shit on Twitter. It's going to backfire on him because I'm, again, showing my age here. There was an episode, I think it was Martha Stewart, when she had her TV show, or some daytime talk show, and the WWE sent Rock out there. And when I tell you women who had never watched professional wrestling, it was like that whole thing with Roman Reigns. They saw The Rock, and that week, ratings went up because women were tuning in to see him again. I will tell you why they don't. They don't do that because they believe that what they're doing right now is enough. They don't think they have to. That's why Jade is being paraded around at Comic-Con, and that's why she's not being sent out to the festivals like at Rolling Loud. They just had Rolling Loud. Could have sent her to Rolling Loud. You're trying to appeal to a bigger audience. Jade is, is somebody that will stand out no matter where she goes. 
So if you want to utilize her, she's your most dominant champion in that company right now. She's one of the biggest draws in the company. Why are you not utilizing her fame to bolster your, your channel? Why are you not doing that? You got four fucking shows you run consecutively. And all you care about is the fact that you're strong in your demo. That's fine, but that's what's going to sink your shit. Because they think what they're doing is fine. They don't feel but like they have not. to change anything. They like, don't feel like they have to change anything because they like, we got millions of views. We getting at least 900,000 views an episode. We might drop a couple weeks, but we'll bounce back because Tony's always going to pay somebody to show up and give them a nice cheap pop. And then they do shit like putting the title on Claudio. Uh-huh. And they think that that's enough. They think they don't have to do anything else. But, don't but they, they forget that, that wrestling is a business and you're marketing to people. You're not only giving them something that's entertaining. Per, it depends on who's watching it. But it is, a, it is a business and you have to have marketability. The problem is your product is not marketable because you don't have the right people at the forefront. And that's, that's on the marketing department. That's on Tony's. Ah, what is that noise? It's not me. Sorry, I got sent a TikTok from the um Brock and um Roman match. I, I had to watch it with the sound on. Oh my god, I'm so when Roman um, got lifted up in that ring. Yeah, um, and as he's rolling down, it's playing the fucking Titanic music. <laughs> you're you're welcome. I sent you that. Okay, that's who it was. I just who sent me this? And I mean, like, hey, he like, I mean, we were talking about it earlier on another show. Bianca Belair is the first WWE, and I think honestly, the first pro wrestler to get a deal with Loungefly. You have Xavier Woods doing up, up, down, down, and left, right, left, right. He's big on the video game circuit. Like mm-hmm. you have um, who else? Like um, which to Xavier's credit, he's the reason why. WWE is so heavily involved in like the gaming world because if it wasn't for him asking for that channel, they wouldn't know shit about that. He, that was all Xavier. Mm-hmm. Um, who's another one? Sasha Banks got, has her own fucking sneaker. Like the Young Bucks could never. She anytime does it, too. Anytime WWE puts like someone's name, a big star's name on something, that shit sells out so fast. People are are like on a waiting list if the case they ever come out again. Like it's it's crazy. And he's sitting here crowing, thinking that like, oh, you know, blurdy 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 blur, because that's how I, I just think Tony Khan talks. But like. <laughs> What have you done? What have you done? And this is when my mass communications degree is actually going to be worth shit. Look at me. What have you done to cross promote yourself? And I, I don't want to hear that the young bucks are the, the video game. No, no. I. Everybody does a video game channel now. Everybody does a fucking video game channel. What have you done to make wrestle? But like, who? What have you done? to make 
anybody stand out besides the fact that they're part of the elite or they're ex WWE guys. Hmm. Jack shit. Now he there's a, like he has to do anything. He, he, he he's, he's on the roll. He's like I got I bought Ring of Honor. I saved Ring of Honor. Oh Lord. I put all my guys in there with titles. So now Ring of Honor and AEW can run side by side consecutively. I don't have to worry about ratings. We're doing amazing. Our match quality is great. I don't have to worry about anything. That's his attitude. And then when Vince, you know, retires, he's like, yeah, I'm the longest consecutive CEO. And I'm just like, no, you're not. (laughs) You're about about light years behind. And it's more MLW CEO. He's been in, in longer than you have. But you, you keep on trucking, I guess. He's not going to change. When the ship, if the ship goes down, it goes down. I don't wish that it does because I think that it, those people, those guys that are there, not all of them are marketable. And that's just the truth. And a lot of people want to scream and holler about real professional wrestling and how WWE is, 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 you know, for the bitch boys. And it's just like, y'all are boring as hell. I'm not going to sit and watch two hours of people just running back and forth, having hard-hitting matches. And then all I get is, well, Daniel Bryan wins another match this week. Or, I don't want to watch that. I need something or, else. Or Adam Cole gets praised just for showing up. And then the Young Bucks and Adam Cole are doing super kicks all day. Like, I don't, I don't want to see that. Your storylines are not strong enough for people to be invested. You try to make it seem like they are, but they aren't. Now you're going to have your hardcore fans that are going to ride with you to the ends of the earth, and that's fine. I ain't shitting on it. I'm just saying, for me personally, it's not my cup of tea. And they're, they're not trying to improve because no one's requiring them to. So y'all keep on. Overall, I know we got off, um, but yeah, just do better. Do better. Evolve or die. That's the only thing I have to fucking say anymore. Anyways, overall for um, SummerSlam, what do you guys say? What's your rating for SummerSlam? I I will give it a high. Hmm. Trying to think. So SummerSlam was entertaining. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're still talking about it and happened on Saturday. People are still hyped about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Last man standing match, honestly, has set the bar for any other last man standing matches yet at toward the end. Roman's just like, throw shit on him. I was thinking they were going to throw Paul Heyman's body on it, too. I mean, they damn sure could have. Um, I'm going to give it an A-. minus. That's a very high rating. Especially for me. Especially for me. Alexis um, don't go no further than a C. So I'm very it was, surprised. It was, entertain- it was entertaining. Besides the Street Profits match, um, that again, that just was like that really was like what the fuck. Um, 
Pat McAfee did great against Baron Corbin, beat Corbin's ass, proved that this guy, Corbin needs to stop trying to piss people off because every time he pisses someone off, they kick his ass. Like he mentioned Drew's mom. He brought up like Pat McAfee's arrest pitcher. Like the more you piss mm-hmm. people off, the more he's gonna get his ass whooped. Like he needs to stop doing that. Um, I was the most important thing was I was very highly entertained and laughing. I had not laughed that hard during any kind of match in a really long time. I had fun, and that's all that fucking matters. If I don't have fun, then yeah, I'm gonna be a very disgruntled bitch. But I had fun, and. Fuck, we need fun nowadays. Nicole, what do you what do you give it? Um, I give it a solid A minus. You know, I don't want to go too overboard and give them like a plus. It was a good show. Also, I don't like how we did not talk about Dakota, EO, and Bailey. I don't like that for us. And that them ladies deserve better. Wrestling. Oh, you did. Yeah. I, I wanted to talk more in depth about them. Oh. <laughs> I'm just happy Bailey's back. Yeah. Like I really loved, and again, like I loved it. I think the name of her staple is going to be called Control. And mm-hmm. she quoted Miss Jackson's song Bailey, and I was like, "Yes, bitch, Miss Jackson." Um. <laughs> But I was just so, but I was just so happy to see them. I'm very happy to see Dakota Kai. I was not here for Dakota Kai for a number of years. I was not up until she surprisingly got paired with Raquel. And that's when I was like, okay, I see it. I see it now. And I see it for her for a long time. She can't ever be a face because I can't. I love you, Dakota, but girl, no, no, no. You got to be a heel. (laughs) I love you to pieces. You have to be a fucking heel. You can be a face in real life. You can't ever be a heel. Um, be a face again. Um, okay. But I did. I just, I liked, I liked how, and again, like, women's wrestling fucking drug. And, like, the whole, like, just conclusion of um, Bianca's and... Becky's like whole like just whole year and her rivalry was just beautiful and I think it was very great and underrated storytelling and even though you know obviously like Sands last year how upset we were I'm glad that it happened mm-hmm. because and again that's a very very like tiff saying out um like you know just wait and see and wait it out and we got such a great rivalry from them. We got amazing, like, match of the year candidate matches. Like, to me, um, that match with her and with Bailey, and uh, not Bailey, with um, Becky and too many B's name, B names, uh, Becky and Bianca need to be match of the year, whether it's at WWE, whether it's PW inside PWI, which they probably won't. They'll, actually, no, they might because they like Bianca over there. So who knows? Um, uh. Unless something else changes, because you know, again, we still got four months left in the year. Some I might pull pull out a real a real late um, late submission, 
But again, I just I loved it. And especially like going into Raw and saying like, you know, Becky come out, you know, we all wish her speedy recovery or her being like, you know, that made me remember who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think she, and then I will commend her for putting people like Bianca and Liv on such a pillar because she saw it. And I think she loves everything that she does with Bianca and has loved so much working with her to get to this spot with her and them is because Bianca was everything that she wanted with Charlotte, but she never could get out of her. Mm. Gonna have to agree. She's every single thing that she always wanted out of Charlotte, but she could never get it out of her. I will, ooh, I will I will stay on that hill. Sometimes isn't it's Charlotte, the right rivalry, it's just not the right person. Is it just yes. Isn't Charlotte think, the only one she hasn't fought yet? Who are you talking Bianca. Bianca. Yes. She fought She's the only horsewoman. That's that's her last horsewoman is Charlotte. She mm-hmm. hasn't oh, beaten God. her. She hasn't she beaten her. her. She has wrestled her, but she's not beaten. She's wrestled her, her. she hasn't beaten her. She can beat her. Um, yeah. No doubt now. Um, but that's okay. what I'm saying. Like, it was just so, <clears throat> I think then that just did so much for them. And I wish I saved this tweet because someone made a really good point. And they were like, it felt good, her Becky having that face turn. And even though people didn't, were like, man, like this big time Bex, like she's a fucking asshole. Like her at this spot now, it feels earned. Like she earned yeah. becoming the man again, and you know I want her want her to be a man again. You know, stick it to Rick one last time. Yes, <laughs> Just I one. am for the pettiness. Let's do this one last time. And again, it felt earned, and it was at the same time because I was like, "There's barely any fucking faces in the women's division." That's why we're in the main them. roster. Mm-hmm. There's barely maybe Liz. Just Bianca, Liz Bianca, Aaliyah. Aaliyah about the turn, so yeah. Raquel was a face. Aaliyah's a face. They make Shotzi a face. I'm tired. Who? I like Shotzi as a heel. I do too, but she'll be. I think obviously with like the direction they're going to and having Triple H, I would make her a face. This I love her as a heel though. She be ruthless. She is, but she can be ruthless as a face, but in a good way. I don't know. This that's just my two fucking cents. Um, but again, I thought I thought it was great. They did great. Look at look at Triple H <clears throat> doing what you're supposed to do when you have a fucking pacemaker and sit your ass down. Stop. I'm serious. <laughs> Monday Night Raw had two qualify, three qualifying matches for the U.S. Championship. Two of them were triple threats, and the final one was a singles match. The first one was AJ Styles, Mustafa Ali, and uh, The Miz. Very, 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 very underrated match. It was Yo. really... 
the the 405 or the 450 into the fucking styles clash yes yes that was, was oh wild. my god it was so good and then it was champa um it was champa chad gable and ziggler and their match was even better it was just it was just everything was all over the place it was just so good and then you had champa and aj styles and um who won that match champa won that match so Champa's gonna go and challenge Lashley next week for the US championship. Theory wasn't there. We didn't see Austin Theory, which good. I mean, I wouldn't show up after I got embarrassed like that. He's so bad in the arena somewhere after getting the shit kicked out of him by the fucking Usos, Roman, and Brock. His fault. He should have kept his ass in the back. Well, shoot. Um, so Theory didn't show up. But like Nicole said, we did, they did bring back our girls. Okay. We had, we had Dakota Kai, Eo Shirai. I'm going to call it Eo Shirai. I know her name is Eo Scott, but that's Eo Shirai. Okay. And you had Bailey and they came out there and attacked Asuka and um, Bliss. Now, rumor had it that the Melanated Girls was coming back. And they were saying that they could come back as early as Monday night. So I was like, put their asses out there against control. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to bring them back, put them in the spotlight immediately. They can always go back for the tag team titles. Control probably going to go after the titles anyway. So let them go for it. Let them do it. They didn't show up. They gave that slot to Oscar. And Bliss, had Becky not been injured, it probably would have been Becky, Asuka, and Bianca. Uh-huh. But because she's injured, we stuck with little old Bliss. So we, um, they came out there, they fought, they had a match. It was a match between Bianca and Io. That match turned into a brawl between the six women. So I imagine next week they'll make a six-woman tag between them um for the most part the whole show was just really really good it wasn't a lot of like full-on promos but you did have some we got to see Montez wrestle against Seth Rollins and this one was talking about earlier Montez may be breaking up with um Angelo Dawkins um this was his showcase against Seth Rollins. This was the proof. Can you last? Do you have gumption? Can you improvise? Are you capable of selling and making it worthwhile? They put on a four-star match at night. It was very good. Ultimately, Rollins ended up picking up the win, which he was going to do, but Montez put on a good showing. He bulked up. He still has the speed. And the height, despite the weight that he put on. He's perfect for a singles title. Quite frankly, Dawkins can still be his ace cool vote. Like, they can still be like a small faction. They don't have to split them up so that Montez can be champion. They can make it work so that Dawkins can be his Trick Williams. My yeah. trick is to Carmelo. You know oh. what I'm saying? So he didn't think it that way. 
Yeah, and he can actually wrestle. He can interfere. They can still do tag team matches. So it's not always the end of the road. And because I have more faith in what Triple H will do than I did in what Bruce and the rest of the crew, crew would do, I could see him giving Montez that opportunity. And also, Dawkins is still his own man. He's not a bad wrestler on his own. He's established himself within his tag team with Montez. It's not like they won't be able to get back together if it ever got to that point. It's just that we're in a time where now is the time to capitalize. We're in the, the beginning of the renaissance. Roman's getting ready to be on his way out. He's got to split those titles back up. There's no mm-hmm. way that keeping those titles on one champion is going to work. It doesn't work. It's not going to work. They got to split them back up. That's why he's still carrying two belts. Until they figure okay. out who they're going to split them to. Right. Because I think, I think it's going to happen at the, like, very, it's going to happen very, not very soon, but I think it's going to happen back to back issues. Yeah. When he drops them. Yeah. So hopefully, I don't know what they're going to do with the Usos because, like I said, they had opportunity to start this and give the Street Profits their last title run as well. Um, but they decided not to do that. I don't know why, but we'll just have to wait and see how that plays out. When it came to Judgment Day, I have mixed feelings about Judgment Day. I told I don't, y'all. I told y'all. I don't really like the faction. I don't think they work well cohesively. Um, I didn't really care for the faction when Edge was at the helm of it. If you want to be real, you know why it's like- not working because Finn has pants on. <laughs> I feel like magic because it, it was a it, you, you you would okay. So it's like. It's like seeing Bianca, when you look at Bianca and you look at Bailey, EO, and Dakota Kai, right? You, you can see where that faction can go. Those tag uh-huh. team titles are on the shelf right now. In the near future, Dakota Kai and um, EO Shirai could be the tag team champions, right? Hell, you got three champ. You got three fucking champions right there. One of them's That's already- That's what I'm been- saying. You have potential. You can see where it can go, right? Yes. Yes. But tell me where Judgment Day was going to go. I told y'all. I where told y'all. Go? Because I it didn't t- matter who was in the group or who was at the helm. You of the was right, because I'll give you your flowers, because I was like, you were yeah. right. I was yeah, because you know, I very, because you know, I always like to wait it out, especially with factions, because I love factions so much. So I always like to be like, I want to wait a second. I want to see how they gel. Give, you know, give them some time. They had to. I don't know what's going on with them. They had the to only person who's really benefited from this is Rhea. She's the only one. I forgot fucking. Um... Oh God, I just forgot his name. Damien? No, yeah, I forgot he was there. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, I, I don't have a problem with Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley running around with each other, but I didn't think Finn fit 
I thought he was odd. And I was like, he doesn't, unless he's going to, like, go dark on us. Like, I mean, he's just mad. <laughs> he's just mad all the time, which is it fine. Was, it was just weird because they beat his ass, like, the week before. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, I'm joining up. And it's just like... I mean, we, we've seen that before. Like, that's not... That wasn't the issue with me. I was like, okay, Faye's going to join the group. Okay, cool. Then we're we're going to get Demon Valor at some point, right? No. He just put pants on. And I was just like, oh. Okay, well, let's see where this is going to go. Faye doesn't fit. And that's that's the problem. He doesn't fit. And Edge barely fit, if you want to know the truth. Um... When Randy went down and they needed Edge to be that big, that big veteran on the on the roster again, Edge was like, "Okay, fine." So they twisted it, had them beat him down, and that's it, you know. And then you're just like, "So where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? Your end game has to be something." Like you guys. I've been attacking the Mysterios for a month now. That mm-hmm. has been your entire main goal is taking them out. You, it's like you've been waiting for Rhea Ripley to, to come back. And even when she came back, like your goal was still to take out the Mysterios. So my thing was, where were you headed? Or where could this have gone? Like the U.S. title would have been a good place to start while they was trying to figure shit out with Roman, right? But it just didn't make sense to me after I I kept looking at it and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to see where this is going to go. It it didn't, it wasn't going anywhere. And I was just like, this is not going to work. Judgment Day is not going to be Judgment Day past Royal Rumble. They're going to be done before then. I mean, what is it? What is it done? I mean, I, I mean, and I know Rhea didn't mean to injure herself, but I think like any speed that they would have gotten as a group, I think it ended when she got injured because it was just Finn and Damien running around. And y'all know I sent for Damien Priest really hard, and I forgot the man was in the damn group. But that's that's also on Vince and them. That's partially their fault too. I don't put it all on Finn and Damien Priest because they also had to have the reins loose on them to be able to do what was necessary to make people be interested in Judgment Day. But that was Vince's overproduction, tight reins. I'm going to pull back on Finn. Like, we all know he didn't have the greatest faith in Finn Balor. So Mm -hmm. that was partially his fault. But at the same time, like, I'll put it this way. I never would have expected L.A. Knight to come to the main roster as Max Dupree. Okay? We all know that L.A. Knight is one of the best talkers in the, in the wrestling business, period. That man can sell shit to anybody. All right? But that uh-huh. character, I never would have expected. I never would have even guessed that that would have been a character that they would have given him. But like I said, he was able to make it work. Finn Balor's not one of those people. 
not in that sense. So <laughs> you kind of have to give Finn room to be Finn. When you stifle him and you put him in this little box, that's where it, it makes people forget like what he's really capable of and what he's done over the years in WWE and outside of it. So I, I put a lot of that blame on the E because they could have just let Finn be Finn. And before that man retires, he deserves to have another title reign as a universal champion. Agreed. An actual title reign. Totally agree with you on that. So, I don't, I don't see Judgment Day lasting too much longer. I do see Rhea Ripley staying in her dark Rhea, which is fine. Um, I still say they need to whoop her ass. I, I don't care what nobody say. I still say she fourteen her an ass whooping. Yeah, I've been hearing that Beth is supposed to apparently pop up. Again, this is rumors. Grain of salt. I mean, like, she, but she's gotten involved. She's gotten physical with the Mysterios each time they face it. And then this little, she knows. She knows we sent for her because she attacked Damien on Monday, put him, like, was squeezing him between her legs. She knows because she goes, Damien is, uh, Dominic is living your dream. I'm like, son of a bitch, Rio. Like, what the fuck? Not mine. That's Buddy Murphy's dream. That ain't mine. I'm going to have to fight Buddy Murphy. Can Buddy Murphy fight? Yes. Damn it. Yes, he can. (laughs) Yes, he can. I'm going to have to play fucking dirty then. Yes, ma'am. Yes, he can fight. <sighs> you better not fuck up. I'll slide her DMs too. They seem to be um, happy together. I'm, I'm just happy she happy. Whatever makes her happy. Um, other than that, Monday Night Raw was dope. Now Ronda Rousey did get suspended and fined, so she's not going to be on SmackDown. At least she's not scheduled to be there. Um, she might show up and attack Liv or whatever. But um, she's been fined and suspended for attacking the official at SummerSlam. As far as NXT goes, Kaden and Katana finally got them damn tag team championships. Fucking finally. That was the first match off the bell. And them girls had to beat Toxic Attraction because they were the last ones to get beat. Valentina and Yalisa got um, eliminated first. They did real good. Them sisters did real good. They did. Valentina and Elisa got eliminated first. Diamond Mine with Tatum Paxley and uh, uh, Ivy Niles, they got eliminated next. And then it was Toxic Attraction who got eliminated. And the, um, what they call them? The Disco Girls. (laughs) The Disco Girls are your tag team champions. So congratulations to them. Um, Trick Williams and Carmelo was out there. It was Carmelo Hayes' birthday today. So happy birthday to you, Carmelo. It was yesterday. Especially from our friend Don. Anyway, it was was his birthday. So he decided to have an open challenge. Initially, Giovanni is the one who answered the challenge, but Nathan Frazier scooped him and ran in the ring. Now that match was very, very good. But 
He ended up getting pushed onto the announcer's table where Giovanni was sitting and talking to Wade Barrett and a drink that Giovanni was drinking got spilled on him. And he went in the ring and cost Nathan Frazier the match. So um, um, Carmelo ended up retaining his championship once again and he rolled off onto the sunset. He did mention um, Wesley, to which Wesley cut a promo in the back, and they're scheduled to have another match this coming Tuesday, next Tuesday. They're supposed to have a match. Um, Mandy had a match with Saray. It's a typical Mandy match. Saray put in a lot of work. Mandy did decent. She ended up winning. She tried to injure Saray. Um, to which Zoe Starks came out and stopped it. They Girls don't, all in the, what? I, know, I know Zoe Starks ain't one of our favorite people right now. She got to drop that damn belt. She got to drop that damn belt to fucking somebody. Cause I'm sick Why of her. Why is Zoe Starks not one of our favorite people? Um, Because she's friends with Kimberly. Mm. You always be forgetting this, Tiff, since we found out. That's why, yeah. and re- remember, like, Rico was saying, shout out to Rico and Don, we love you guys. Um, that's why Gigi wasn't selling anything with, with Zoe, because y'all remember, Gigi is with uh, Nash Carter. I know that's not his name, but that's the only one I can think of right now, okay? Give me a fucking break. She's with Nash Carter. Kimberly, uh, Kimberly is his ex-wife who accused him of domestic violence and then posted a picture of him saluting as a Yahtzee as they say on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget her purposely because I don't like her. But um, I still want Zoe Starks to be champion. That is irrelevant. I still want Zoe Starks to be champion. Um. I just want I want someone else to have that damn title. Um oh shit. Um, they had Diamond Diamond Mine went up against Tony D'Angelo and uh and his henchman Sanchez Escobar returned tonight and um pretty much cost Tony the championships. Next week they're gonna have a fight, I think. Either Next week, or it's going to be a heat wave. They had a sit down between Brown Breaker and JD McDonough. And I'm sorry, he's fucking creepy. Who? Who? JD McDonough. I don't even know who that is. Yes, you do. Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. uh, The guy who ripped his mama's vagina on the way out. Excuse me? Yes. Jesus. Jesus. I don't remember him. Oh my god! Because Austin Theory is the booty tickler, and this guy is the guy with the very strangely shaped head. He is very, he is very much Jimmy Neutron. But yes, he signed his contract for Heat Wave in his own blood. What? Yes. Is he? Is he? So is he doing what Parker Bordeaux should have been doing now? No. Parker was a henchman for Joe Gacy. Parker's, um, Parker, I understood. He was obviously being controlled by Gacy. It made sense. 
Gay mm-hmm. Gee just is creepy. He is creepy, creepy too, and like, like that. He's creepy and like I like watching you at night creepy. Oh, like no. I like standing outside your window while you sleep creepy. And what's really creepy is he keeps mentioning Alicia every time he goes out there. Alicia. Every single time. Alicia is the ring announcer. Oh, no, girl. See, that's when you guys get a gun. Yeah, no, no. Last week he came out there and he was just like, he walked up to her and he was just like, Alicia, hi, you're beautiful. My name is JD. I love the way you're going to say my name. I'm going to love that. Like he was, it was, it was, it was okay last week. I was like, okay, whatever. Cause she's a beautiful woman. I understand. This week he goes, it's nothing going to be sweeter than hearing the sweet Alicia say my name as the what? winner of this match. And I was just like, ew, 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 ew. No, skin crawl. I don't ew. like it. Ew. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. It just, it's weird. And he's weird. It's the way, and I know it's the character, but I feel like it's more than that. I, and I can't shake it. See, I can watch, that is creepy, and I can watch a horror movie all the way through at, like, the dead of night, go to sleep, it doesn't affect me, right? But shit like that will haunt me for days on end. And I have to see it, because I I can't explain it. I don't want to see it. It sounds creepy just with your explanation. I don't want to see it. I'm telling you, it's worse. Because it just, it just... I don't like it. I don't like it. And I know, I, I'm not saying that they, because they're going to keep it. So, whatever. Do whatever you want. But it, he, he just is creepy. And I'm just like, I know that's the point. But this is different. It doesn't feel right. And I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. I don't. Like, Brian Breaker's playing up his part, and McDonough's, like, you know, pretty much talking about how he's going to rip him, rip his muscle from bone and shit, and, like, he went up to Wade Barrett last week and held his hand and said he had a lot of calcium built up in his hand. He was, like, fucking assessing him. Like, you know, like, Hannibal Lecter would assess his next meal. That's kind of how he was doing it. Oh, um... He's like the dude from Kate Sear. What? Sort of. It's Kate, not Sear, which was like a movie they did in 1996 with Reese Witherspoon. It was like back in like the 70s or the 80s. It's called Kate Fear. And it was like this ex-convict got out of jail and he started stalking the family of like the attorney, like the attorney and the attorney's family mm-hmm. that put him in jail. And that just, yeah, because he would do, like, some wild, creepy shit. Like, he started dating, or he hooked up with, like, one of the mom's friends, and then he ended up, like, killing her just to fuck with the mom. It's wild. It's a really fucked up movie. I'll have to send you, I'll send you the Wikipedia article for it, because I know you don't like horror movies. I do not. That's just, that's creepy, though. Like, ugh. It's not even Joe Gacy. And 
Joe Gacy I can handle, but he he freaks me out. And I'm just like, I don't know. No. But they had that, they had the tag team championship, and they had the false count anywhere with Solo and uh, Von Wagner. Solo beat Von Wagner today. Is Solo going to come up or not? I would. If I were were them, I'd send him up. Like, Solo could have bypassed NXT if you really want to know the truth. No, because they need a Samoan to jump people in the parking lot. I'm not even I'm not even saying that to Sarship, but it's like Joe used to jump people in the parking lot. Uh now, you know, Solo's got it like that parking lot, the NXT parking lot is never safe for anybody when there's a fucking Samoan running back there, okay? Like <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much NXT. I mean, Mandy did go to Cora and tell Cora that um if she took care of Zoe next week, that she'll, you know, give promise her a championship shot, you know, so Cora has a match with Zoe and Roxanne made her plea that she's going to take Zoe, she's going to take out Cora Jade, so we'll see. Uh. NXT was okay, I just didn't feel like watching it today. But it was all that was on TV, so. I think I was so, like, drained by how, because I legitimately watched all of Raw and was like completely invested in it on the entire show. Mm-hmm. I really like and it was no shade to NXT they had like an amazing card. I wish they wouldn't put they didn't put that tag match so early. Because once mm-hmm. I saw that I felt like I didn't really need to see anything else. Like that could have been the main event? Yes. Yeah. That should have been the main act- event. They should have put Solo and Wagner at the top of the hour. They should have put them on at nine. That way, you got at 8 o'clock, they started the girls out. You got another high show at 8 o'clock, I mean, at 9 o'clock with the tag team match. And then, well, with um, the false count anywhere match. And then you close it with um, Santos returning because Santos came back. And I was like, fucking yes. <laughs> time, damn. The only time I was like, finally, Lola did something right. <laughs> <laughs> she gave Tony a crowbar and I was just like this big lip bitch and Santos grabbed it and he, he was trying to pull it and that's when he looked over and saw Santos standing there Santos took those brass knuckles that he that Tony used to cheat with he used that to knock his ass out and screw him out of his title so I, I have a question because I really again I feel bad um, I haven't really been paying attention to wrestling much and I haven't watched NXT. Are they still attempting to do that gangland warfare thing between um, whatever, the, between um, Tony and Escobar's group or is that just completely dropped now? No, that's kind of, that's where we are. Okay. Santos had, been, had to become a part of Tony's family. <laughs> Santos was trying to... Um, sabotage him from within the family so Tony made it look like he put him on the show they say Santos was really injured so they pulled him from TV he's been gone for a minute 
Like Santos was gone for at least a month, right? Uh-huh. And um, he, they had the Legato family under Tony's family for that whole time. So they both, they all was working with Tony. So it seems Santos then came back today and that's what's kind of, you know, giving them their finale to their feud. Because originally they had a match and it was whoever wins had to join the other's family. And Tony and them cheated with the brass knuckles and that's how they got Legato to join their family. So. Okay, that makes sense now. So they're still doing family versus family. That's still happening. Um, oh yeah, also um, I didn't know that I think it's Briggs, Briggs or Jason. One of them is Bull Buchanan's son. Really? I, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's not Briggs. It's got to be Jason. But he's, he's Bull Buchanan's son. And I did not know that. Hang on, let me see. W, w, Jensen, Brooks, uh, Brooks Jensen? I believe let me, so, yes. Let me take a look. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Jensen. Yeah, you know what? He could, let me look at. He kind of does look like his daddy a little bit, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Maybe if he, yeah. if he shaved all the hair, but but cool. Do you believe can, son? And then we saw schism today, which they're creepy as fuck. Um, it seems that they're going to be putting schism on um, Briggs and Jensen. And I would suspect that they're going to drop those tag team titles to them, which would um, make GYB the champions once again. But weren't they champions in the UK before? Um, yes, I think so. Yeah, they were because we were kind of like, what the fuck are they doing over there? Yeah. Yeah, so they, they have them with Gacy. Gacy is still going after Cameron. Um, Cameron had a little spotlight today when Joe Gacy keeps mentioning him on TV and trying to appeal to him. He had a match with one of them. I think it was it was Briggs that he had a match with today. He beat them, and um, they had something going on backstage. And Cameron was back there. Cameron ended up trying to leave during Solo and uh, Von Wagner's match and got knocked down. So Cameron going through it right now. Poor Cameron. He's having a rough time. So NXT is pretty pretty decent. It's not it's not like um 100% perfect, but for what they're doing, it's not bad. It's watchable. I'll catch it on a rerun. <sighs> For now, that's pretty much it. Just gotta wait and see what they're gonna do on SmackDown. Well, all eyes are gonna be watching, and and I just wanna. Can this be one of the last things that we say before we sign off? Sure. Yeah, it's fine by me. Okay. Y'all do not, unless it comes out 
and they say something themselves, and even if you miss it, there'll be clips on YouTube. But do not do what you guys did the whole time when it came to fucking Cody, thinking that he was going to just show up out of nowhere. And then you would get mad that he didn't show up on Raw, and then over the tweets, I said through three hours of this bullshit. No. No, we're not going to do that, because no. I I know Sasha and Naomi are, will come back, but we need to give them time. But do not do that shit the way that you did with Cody. That's all I ask. And don't be going to Sasha and Naomi. When are you coming back? When are you coming back? They ain't going to tell you. I and honestly I, don't think they'll be back to the Rumble either. Like, I, I wouldn't come back to the Rumble. Like, I, give me my moment to shine. I would say Survivor Series, maybe. I wouldn't come back to Survivor Series, but that's just me personally. That's that's all I just want to say. Thinking about that, I, I, I wanted to say that earlier, but I forgot. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna try to watch SmackDown because Raw sounded really good. I just want them to keep this going. If them, I want them to keep doing good. They're gonna have good days and bad days, but for the most part, they're doing the best they can. That's all you ask for. Pretty much. So on that note, we're gonna go. We're gonna peace out. Hey, Tom, Dan. <laughs> Shout out to Janae. I miss her. Yeah, we miss. Well, Janae will be back because, like, like Nicole yeah. said, we are going to be doing another episode this week. Janae will be back is when we're going to be doing our roast sessions and our nerd corner. And Janae is missed very, very much. And we love you. Just to let you know, okay? Because I know you're listening. We love you. <laughs> well, bye. 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 My ear it says I'm not using this shit again. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please be sure to follow us on our social media at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoy. Please don't forget to rate us on whatever platform you are listening to our podcast. We really, really appreciate it. It will help build us up. We are going to be posting another episode this coming Saturday, and this is going to be another installment into our Nerd Corner. We're going to talk about... Um, some of the MCU movies and the arrangement and some of the new movies that may be coming out that may or may not be a part of the phases. We're going to talk about the cancellations and give you an in-depth overall of the cancellation of the wilds and let you just know about the whole show. We're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about um, HBO Max and um, Discovery Plus and the whole merger situation and how this is what is going to destroy HBO Max completely gut it and make it into this new entity that is combined with Discovery Plus. We're going to talk about all of that and we're going to talk about the box office, what movies are still doing well, what movies are out 
and we just got a lot of stuff. The roast sessions, unfortunately, had to be postponed, but I promise you, I am going to get the girls together, and we're going to do the roast sessions next week for sure. All right, so be sure to follow us on our social media. Don't forget to rate us on the podcast platforms that you're listening to us, whether it be Anchor, Google, Spotify, Apple, it doesn't matter. We just need the ratings. The ratings will boost us forward. Whether you guys are listening to us, you know, at night, during the day, it doesn't matter. I really need you guys to boost this as much as possible. Share it, rate it. Give us everything you got. It really will help us continue to pump out more content. And then, like I said, like I always say, we will focus more on the podcast itself once we get it to a certain level. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys in the next one.